The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it's a beautiful, fabulous football Friday morning <laughs> here at the Star in Frisco and inside the SWBC podcast studio which is to, really nice looking Bill. it is I mean, very is, nice i looking. love coming to work yeah, now. don't we look so much better we this do year. man we look professional That's i don't right. even have to dress up anymore <laughs> <laughs> because the studio looks so nice so nice yes so it's already 100 degrees outside but it's nice and cool mm-hmm. inside I don't think it's 100 yet, but things are heating up because Mickey Spagnola is here to kick off your football Friday, the day before the final preseason game of 2023 when the Raiders come to town tomorrow night, 7 o'clock kickoff at AT AT&T Stadium. Do you need some floss? uh, Yes, I do. It's 88 (laughs) degrees. It, It is. It's 88 degrees and climbing. So we get through this last game. Mm hmm. And then cuts on Tuesday. Mm. Yep. Cut down day is Tuesday. They got to be in by three o'clock Tuesday afternoon. So anybody that uh, you think that, you need to keep an eye on to see if they're gonna, I figure we can get it to forty-five. Right to from fifty. So what, you think there are eight spots like eight available? Eight spots about. I think. You think there's still eight spots available? <laughs> well, if you look at the how many backup offensive linemen are you gonna keep? It's got it. Yeah, it's got it. Uh, yeah, what's the total number? That's like three or four. And then you got to make decisions I on think the you, wide I receivers. I think you'll have f- at least four backup offensive line. Right, but will they be the four on the team yeah, right, right now? right. They could be on other teams right now. Um, so offensive line is the most important unit. Backups. For backups. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I agree. I mean, we can argue about do you keep five or six wide receivers um, I'm sure they're going to keep four tight ends. Now, do you keep a fullback? Are you going to keep four wide, four running backs, or just three? And do we ever three, really? Do we ever really hand it to the fullback? <laughs> <laughs> do we ever give the fullback? Well, there's the not ball? been a fullback on the roster for. <laughs> right. a couple I think of we years, did once right? last year mm-hmm. when Zeke lined up at fullback and Tony Pollard yeah, yeah, was the tailback. There you go. Yeah, yeah now yeah. you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so th- there's that decision. And then I think cornerback, maybe. How many mm-hmm. of those are you going to keep as opposed to how many safeties you keep? You can tell this this has been troubling, Vicky. <laughs> I mean, you can tell because right off the bat, that's all he's talking well, about. Well, it, it was big like, last year. I mean, that uh-huh. was a big thing last and, year. And but you can just tell this is yeah. this is his in his mind as he went to bed last night. He's trying to figure out. Okay, is it? 10 I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm I'm with you because of last year. I'm right there with you. And yeah. and the fact that you know there's not been many years where they've had. I think the depth they have right mm-hmm. now. And so they've got decisions to make how they're going to coordinate this thing. And if they have um, some guys that they want to get on IR, um, so now who can you release to for a day and then re-sign them that mm. no one grabs, right? Okay. And if you lose one of those guys that you make a decision on, then what are you going to do? 
Cry? <laughs> no, then you pick one of the 1,184 right. other players that are out there on the street you do on the, Tuesday. Did you do the math on o'clock. that 32 times? Is it really is that many? 37, right? I mean, if you look at now team like the Cowboys, they don't yeah. have 90 players right now on their yeah. roster, but you can have up to 90 players. But let's take it to the maximum. Mm-hmm. Let's say that each team is cutting 37 players. They're going from 90 to 53 on mm-hmm. Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Yeah. 37 times 32, I think, is 1,184. Mm-hmm. 1,184. I just yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. 1,184 people are going to be on the street come 3 o'clock <laughs> Tuesday. Calculator. Yeah, I can do it faster saying, than oh, okay, punching it saying, in, right? Okay, right. So, <laughs> so, and this is a great scouting department. There's going to be players that are available out there, too. Now, coaches like to coach the players that they've already been right. coaching. Because. And McCarthy's big on that. Yeah. I think he likes to keep his own. So when we say 53, he's thinking 69. And there's, and there's coaches all around the league that feel the same way. Right. You know, because you don't know what you're getting with some, some players. Yeah. So. And, and except for Michael Gallup, I don't recall us having a problem with wide receiver depth. Do you? Because you start talking about keeping six. You mean now? Well, in the, in well, the recent okay. past. So, yeah, now, yeah. okay, you got to your three. Mm-hmm. Um, well, last, and, and, and last year, you had, without with Amari Cooper going away and mm-hmm. not really replacing him with another veteran accomplished receiver. And uh, with Gallup uh, you're, coming You're back. basically starting Dennis Houston in the first game. There's mm-hmm. Noah Brown, and Dennis Houston was the third receiver right, last right. year. Yeah. So the depth that last was, year was non-existent. Yeah. At, but I mean, they were always at least one wide receiver short last year, mm-hmm. if not one and a mm-hmm. half, because Gallup really never got he back really did. to be in Michael And James Gallup. Washington got hurt. I mean, he was the guy that they had signed. Right. And uh, he, you know. Boy, we were pulling for him all last year, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> it just never came into fruition. <laughs> so if you look at wide receiver, you've got the three. You got Tolbert. I'm assuming they're going to count Cavante Turpin as the fifth guy. Now, can you get a sixth? Jalen Brooks? I don't know. Um, Tolbert. Um, no, Tolbert's, Tolbert's four. 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 Okay. Tolbert's four. Mm-hmm. Turpin's five. If they're counting him as a wide receiver, not just a special teams guy. And then how many other Jalen Brookses are there around right. the league exactly. that are also getting cut on Tuesday or, or they're making a decision on Tuesday and if it's, who you could get to maybe to the practice squad if he gets through waivers. And then you got to decide on Semi Fihoko, who, who's had moments. Mm-hmm. He's flashed. Um, so that's kind of seven guys right there. Um, now, can you get one of them onto the practice squad? Well, that's where you you always talked last year about special teams. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. being able to play on special teams. And Fajoko was one of those guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, And that's where Tolbert wound up inactive last year is because of the lack of depth at wide receiver. He was being trained exclusively as a wide receiver yeah. and not being trained at all as a special teamer. Right. And so then when it came down to Making he's decisions. not starting, mm-hmm. okay, he's not in the rotation at wide receiver. If, if he's going to be on the game day roster, then he's got to contribute on special teams. And so he wound up inactive. And see, in the special teams thing, you know, they, they had it figured – Fossil said before – training camp started that he's he needs to replace two core special teams guys they lost noah brown they lost luke 
Gifford. Yes. And he wanted to replace him with players at that same position. DeMarvion Overshawn. So Overshawn was going to yeah. be Gifford, and Stevens was going to be Noah Brown. And now both of them, you lose them. Now, do you have other players at those positions that could be score, uh, core special teams players? So it's a pretty good juggling act that they've got to uh, figure out. So what they're saying, because Stevens listed as a tight end, Noah Brown was more of a crossover wide receiver tight end. Yes. In their est- right. in, in, as we get a depth chart. And we don't have that hybrid player listed right. on the depth chart. But that's the way they viewed Noah Brown. And so that's how John Stevens could have been on this team, even with four other tight ends. He's more of exactly. a hybrid wide receiver. And, and a, a core special teams yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, Noah Brown. You know what? That makes me laugh. I'm thinking of Rob Phillips because everybody would talk about Noah Brown being a good blocker, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would always tell Rob, I don't want my wide receiver to be a blocker. I want him to catch the ball. You know, Noah That's Brown was thinking, right? And he would get so mad at me. All Nobody the cares time. about that, man. You okay. know how many catches Noah Brown had last year? I'm going to guess 30. He had 43 catches. I 43. 43 was the number. And got him a one-year deal with the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to do well with that team. I think so. Yeah, and you know, I guess there's a room for a guy that you know can he's block versatile. in the he's... running game. <laughs> you know, I give me another, put me a tight he's end out see, there. He, he, we've established that he does have good hands. So I wouldn't think that that's what they're going to have him there for. Except in overtime. Now Hendershot's kind of stop. I didn't want to bring that up. Either. Now Hendershot's kind of has that uh, hybrid. Tight end, wide receiver, make. I would not say that. I'm not. I would not say that. Well, I mean, I think he's a receiving tight end. He's a receiving tight end more than I guess a blocking tight end. But I wouldn't put him at the wide receiver. Yeah, and and that's. I'm talking about in terms of more of a special teams type. You know, if you're you're looking for that type of guy, and if you're looking for. A couple positives, you know, everybody's like, well, they lost Dalton Schultz. No, Dalton Schultz wanted to leave. Yeah. But they got four tight ends now that I think they've restocked that position. I, I've I like always the, liked that group of tight ends, even without I, I Dalton I think Schultz. Ferguson's yeah. a, mm-hmm. a good player. I like, mm-hmm. I like Ferguson and Hendershot last I, I do, year. They, a lot. They a lot. knocked yeah. it out of the park. I, I, and I think yeah, eventually. I the, in the fourth round, an undrafted guy, I, I, I knocked it, it out of the park I love tight end. And I think eventually Schoonmaker's going to make you forget Dalton they, I think you, the, the two that you just mentioned, they're going to make us forget yeah. Schultz. Uh, those guys are very And then McEwen's kind of the jack of all. All trades. He's your H back, mm-hmm. fullback, special teams guy. Boy, Schottenheimer loves him. Yeah, does he? He was talking. Well, we, we may see more him. From, from him. I mean, yeah. it was more. It was about how smart he is. How, yeah, you know. Well, let's use it yeah. then. Let's use it. You know, and the other thing it dawned on me watching yesterday, uh, and and they were in well, the last two days. Let's put it that way. Play, uh, playing inside. Tony Pollard, you know, the worry was, hey, can he come back and be the same? That's my guy? worry. Well, That's he, my worry. He's running hard yeah. and, and fast, putting his foot in the ground in these practices. And uh, especially when they go inside, you get a little faster, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, th- I don't think that's a concern. I think there was a concern. Uh, I should use the word focus because that's the word McCarthy. He doesn't like concern. Mm-hmm. He likes this we're focusing on. Would Terrence Steele come back in time from his ACL? Well, I think he's back in time from his ACL. He looks good. He looks good. So those were a couple of the worries, I think, going into training camp. Would he be ready? Would Pollard be ready? I think they're both ready. Um, so 
that's a good I, thing. I, I got to ask, because uh, I was on him last year. He didn't do well. He didn't protect his quarterback. Uh, how is Michael Gallup looking this training camp? Uh, I think he's looking like Michael Gallup from, what was it, 2020, mm-hmm. 2021, mm-hmm. when everybody One was talking. One of the more athletic about, wide receivers yeah. I've ever seen, period. And when they were talking about the Cowboys having three 1,000-yard receivers yes. Yes. that year, well, I, I think he's back to being that. Now, how they use him, because now with Brandon Cooks, now you've got two really good guys, mm-hmm. right? And then the third one, um, we'll see how it works because it seems like very ra- rarely have I seen them with just two wide receivers out there. It's usually three uh, most of the time unless they go too tight in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, yeah, I think if you look at the top three guys, that's pretty stout. Looking back at the Cowboys' history, you know, usually that third guy was just – a guy. Yeah. I mean, what's the best trio of wide receivers that the Cowboys have had in any one season? I, I, you, know <laughs> you know mine. You know mine. Butch, Drew, and Tony Hill. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can beat that. I mean, and they weren't just names. I mean, uh, Butch was making as many catches as 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 the starters and Drew and Tony Well, there Hill. wasn't as many footballs being thrown around at that but time. But the quality of catches yeah, that's right. were important mm-hmm. and they were amazing. And that's what you looked at. We didn't see much of Butch, as we would see from uh, what we're going to see from our uh, three, third wide receiver, but you did see great catches in quality moments. They didn't drop many at all. Not many wasted pass plays. Mm-hmm. And if you look at even when the in Cowboy- the Super Bowl with Butch, that yeah, come on, that was a catch. That was yeah, damn right, was a catch with a broken thumb. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. right. <laughs> he was hungry. He was hungry and angry all the time. He always wanted to play. And that's what you want. And think of the uh, personalities of those three. The confidence yeah. level that those three wide receivers—they were ahead of their time as far as wide receivers. Receivers. We see wide receivers and how confident they are, you know, and they were. I, lo- I used to love watching Drew just walk. <laughs> yeah. He was the coolest walking guy. He strutted, yeah. He was the coolest walking guy I've ever seen, man. He still <laughs> is. He still guy. is. That's right. right. No, if you, look at, if you look at when the Cowboys have gotten themselves in trouble, like in the playoffs, it was because they didn't have enough quality wide receivers. One guy gets hurt. And they didn't have a replacement. Yeah. You know, I'm going to look this up real quick. <laughs> Bill brought it up. I know Bill was going to do you it. Just, you just, I just hijacked him. I just wanted to. I just. Wanted I reached down. For those not watching, I reached right. down out of my briefcase and get my media guide out so that I can look up something that is uh, prevalent. You, you was robbed. If and you look, Mickey reaches over. 1995. Right. Okay. And he's hijacking your conversation. <laughs> was that what you were going to look up? You go. It's your show. It's Mickey. There you go. 95. I wanted to make sure I had the number right. Uh So the top three wide receivers, all right? Michael Irvin, Kevin Williams with 36 36 catches. And the third, Mm -hmm. the third, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to remember how many catches he had. Corey Fleming, six. Hmm. There was your top three, three wide receiver <laughs> receptions. Because leader. after Irvin, it was Novacek, Edmund Smith, uh, Kevin Williams, and Daryl Johnson with 30. So okay. if you look back. Did you just snatch that back out of Mick's hands? If, if you look at back at 99 when they ran into trouble at wide receiver, yeah. Michael got hurt. Dion had to help out at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, if you look at 2007, when they got in the playoffs and T Terrell Owens got hurt, um, they Creighton was the next guy, right? And, mm -hmm. and he tried to play through it. It just seemed like every time they had a falter in the playoffs, it was because they were lacking wide receivers. I can't remember. Was, um, was Harper there with Kevin Williams? In 93. I think Kevin Williams was yes the in, third. in '94. Irvin led with 79, and Harper was fifth on the team in receptions with 33, and and Kadub had 13. He was next in line. And then '95. What a big gap! Wow. Yeah, '90. Well, you had Novacek and Emmett Smith, of course, and right. Daryl Johnston in the in uh, two, three, and four. And then in 95, <laughs> Irvin led with 111 receptions, and Kevin Williams was second with 38. Yeah. And uh, Fleming, was that, that was your year. Yeah, that was yeah. the year. So, yeah, the fact that Michael Gallup's their third wide receiver, that's pretty strong. So, statistically, number of receptions in a season, yeah. what has been the, the best year or, or the top three wide receivers, but the best uh, receiving trio in Cowboys history in terms of the number of receptions they had in a season? What do you think? That would have to be C.D. and Mike. And and it's, it's 2020. Yeah, yeah it would have to and be. It was, and with Cooper. Yeah, with Cooper. Right. So they yeah. combined, that year they combined for 225 receptions, Cooper led with 92, Lamb had 74, and Gallup was fourth was on the crew. team behind uh, Schultz with 59. That and so they combined crew. for 225 yeah. receptions. So that was pretty strong, yeah. right? And so this, this if, assuming they all stay healthy, this year they should challenge that. Mm -hmm. and, and then even when they won the first Super Bowl, I mean in 92, Calvin Martin would have been the – the third guy, right? Mm-hmm. Irvin led that year in, in 92. He led with 78. Harper was fourth with 35, and Martin was fifth with 32. Those are big, those are big catches by Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big. They key. Needed, they key right? catches. He was the Butch Johnson. And the same thing he was for, the Butch Johnson. for Harper, too. Yeah, yeah. If we think back to the NFC title game. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. One of the when Michael thought Michael, was, Michael was thought the ball called. was going the other way, he uh -huh. told Harper, "We're switching." <laughs> <laughs> and then it went to Harper anyway. Oh, All right, man. we're just getting started on this Friday edition of Mix Shots. We got so much more to get to when we come back in just a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. To mixed shots. K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the proud roofing partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And this is Mixed Shots, brought to you by Miller Lite. Visit the Miller Lighthouse at the Star in Frisco. You know, we used to have one of these on the desk back in the day. A media guide? Yeah, I remember we left it in here. Mm-hmm. So we need to put it in that little cabinet there. Well, you need to go to the and get an extra media one. relations <laughs> department and find one because you're not stealing I'm not mine again. I'm hijacking it right. again. <laughs> All right, we I've can... been meaning to go up there and grab one. Oh, from them. producer oh, supreme! Very good. Producer supreme will come to the rescue here. He's still getting acclimated here. He was when I walked in the door this morning. He was, in, he was in here admiring every all the little uh, nuances. I was of changing the lights. The Podcast studio. He had, he, he, he had a. Post, he was feeling himself. He had his own legal pad out, and he was going to see. I can do this, and I can do that. Well, I, I didn't realize the colors. I can do the pictures. The pictures change, change out yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, maybe he'll do that on the air sometime where we can actually see it in action. I think I think Chris needs more. Uh, he needs mute button. He has mute button. We got your. We need. Your, your mute button. See, that also these microphones come equipped what with a do? mute button, apparently, that we just discovered. I think it's by your leg. It's by your leg. By your left leg. <laughs> by your left it's leg. Make it green. <laughs> it's red. There you go. There you oh, go. Oh. How about that? All right, test it now, Everson. Testing, testing. There you go. Okay, now we can hear you. Yeah, you know, know what? There's well, a lot of I people. Say it, it's not even important now. <laughs> There's one thing you can control, and that's it. Back in the day, <laughs> there was a lot of times the Cowboys wanted to mute Everson Walls. They finally. <laughs> He's the only one that has Good job, Chris. Way to go, buddy. That's you right. did what no one else but could the first do time, The first time we did a show in here, Everson sat in that other chair over there, and Chris made sure he got in this one Ready now. And now we know why, because there's a mute button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. All right, Mickey. Uh, what else are you worried about? Well, I'm not worried about anything. This is, we're down to our last preseason game tomorrow night, and the season's fast approaching. I got an opportunity last night to see the Philadelphia Eagles play on Amazon Prime. And a lot of their backups were playing in the game. And I feel good about where the Cowboys stand going into this season. So they they had a preseason game on Prime. 
Uh huh. Oh, I'm surprised. Oh, that, you Al know Michaels and yeah. Kirk Herbstreit oh, wow. were on the call really? last night. Yep. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> I was in the process. Of- and Mark Teitelman was the uh, producer, the lead game producer for Amazon Prime, and he will be in the truck tomorrow night. Nice. Uh, doing the Cowboys preseason mm-hmm. game along with fellow award-winning director Brian Lilly. And who's your partner this Isaiah week? Isaiah Stanback. Very good. Tomorrow night. That's right. So, so you're doing it, Bill. Uh huh. Yeah, the man. Isaiah sees the field really well. Hmm. It's like he played quarterback at some point, right? (laughs) Yes. He did. He missed his calling in the NFL. If they would have kept him at quarterback, and you know, then along comes these other dual threat quarterbacks. About yeah, five he, or six years later, and fifteen years later, what do we have here? As Pat Summerall said that day, we all came around too soon. Mm-hmm. He was talking about money, though. Wasn't yes, he? Yes. <laughs> Isaiah still claims he has the longest hail mary in uh, NCAA history. Yeah, 75. Apparently, it's 70, on YouTube yeah, somewhere. 75 yards. You can 75 yard Hail Mary. I, hey, don't know, was, I don't know if it was completed or not, but he threw it 75 <laughs> yards. He was the star going back to Seattle last weekend. That's right. Oh, yeah. They did a big story big in the story paper. In the Boy, they still remember. Huh? Garfield oh, High yeah. School. And we, when we were Seattle. on the sideline, there was more of the workers at the stadium coming up to say wow. hi. Wanted wow. to get an autograph from them. <laughs> yeah. When you were the star quarterback at University of Washington up in Seattle, right right there, you yeah. probably can get recognized a lot. And It'd be like you going back to Grambling. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, big fish in a real small pond. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I need to look it up before I comment on it. So you just uh, empty your legal pad there, and you tell us what's on your mind. Um, So I think— Hold on, Mick. If you're going to tell what's on your mind, hold on a second. What do you got? Okay, what is on Mickey's mind? All right, go ahead. I got a question for you. When you drive, do you go to speed limit all the time? Never. Do you go slower than the speed limit? Never. My wife says I do. <laughs> she, for she's some, pressing her entire uh, her own accelerator on her side. Uh, she my wife and daughter <laughs> say that I go below the speed limit. She wanted a driver education. <laughs> I was just wondering because somebody was irritating me today. No, well, going less than the speed limit. I'm with you, man. What? Well, why? Well, they it's. What we see on the post is the speed limit, right? I mean, yeah. so you know, you want you don't want to exceed the limit, but everybody does. But everybody does. And me, but me, who goes one. five or right. ten? I go with the flow. I go with the flow. Okay. Well, no, you don't. I try. No, to. you don't. No, yeah, you don't. Yeah. I could just see what yeah. highway are you riding on? In, in <laughs> Sam Rayburn Tollway. Oh, you are not uh, going with that flow. Well, that means because that flow you're going 80. is flowing. <laughs> <laughs> that flow is flowing. That, right. Yeah, he's like, he is not on 121. <laughs> that going flow with is the Niagara flow. Falls. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the rapids. <yeah. laughs> I don't. I don't see you going that well, flow. Was Bill. this person that you were behind? Were they in the inside <laughs> lane or the outside lane? Uh, it, it was, was it in the slow lane or no, the fast it, lane? No, it was uh, residential. Just, just two lanes, residential. residential. So you're yeah. supposed to go in 45. The guy's it's like a boulevard? 35. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Especially people like Bill. Now, that's not. No. With a big truck. E- even, a, even a guy going 35, a, a policeman will kind of check that guy out. You know, you know long time ago. start weaving after. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Long time ago, my, one of my uncles, they, they drove to L.A. from Chicago, and he got pulled over on the freeway because he was going too slow. <laughs> Back it up traffic. Best bill. All right. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> 
cornerback. Quarter or corner? corner. Okay, corner. corner. How okay. many can you keep? You think? Oh yeah, we're doing this play. I was going to ask again. you about we're my guy, man. I goes that was was uh, uh, Joseph Calvin. How's he doing? Uh, Come on, you not been pulling he's for him. Doing well on special teams. Okay, so that's he's got. So that still have issues in coverage. He's been the uh, backup in the slot with Jordan Lewis out. That that gets you a lot of work. He's behind. You get a lot of work in that slot. Yeah. So what are you telling me? And I think he's. I think he's done better. Uh huh. Um, It's more not having to read the coverages. You're in the slot. You're probably in man. Yes. Uh, And I think he's been okay. Uh, Better. I think. uh, Adjusting to just just that. He's got so much athletic. That's my point. That's my point. It's hard for me to let him go. Yeah. It's hard for me to give up on him. You know, I see the talent. I, I see it, but I, I want to get. I want him to put it together mentally. So, you got Diggs, Gilmore, Duran Bland. No, that's a good three right okay, there. Okay, there's three right Man, there. That's a good three right there. And then um, Joseph, if, if he. I assume at he's this point make it. he's that's he's four. The, he's at this point he's the fourth. And then. The fifth, Jordan Lewis is probably going to be put on the – what's he on now? Well, he's on Pup. Pup. So I bet he, he stays. stays on Pup. And that's, that's the decision. Still and that's, that's the decision they have to make or any team has to right. make at this point. Now, here we are 16 days away from the season opener on Sunday, September 10th, and – it's four games that you're out if you stay right. on Pup. Okay, this version of Pup, he was on Pup to start – Training camp. camp so he could remain. And on. so he re- if he remains on PUP throughout the preseason, then uh, he doesn't count on the 53, and he um, ha- but has to sit out the first four games of the year. Mm-hmm. The decision they have to make right now, where is he in his recovery, and might he return game three or game four, where then you would want to activate him if you want to have his services uh, earlier than that, right? What kind you, of activity? But is he, he would count against the fifty-three right now. What, what He's running pretty hard, yeah. But he hasn't practiced. I got you. Uh, so it's a long season. If you leave him there, then which I think they will. The fifth, Nashawn Wright's still in a boot. So. I don't know that he's ready, and he and, may be one of those guys you want to keep on and then and put, you him put him on IR. And you put him on IR, in-season IR, which is he, he can return from that after four games. He's, he's, he'll be down two right. corners there for the first four games. How's, so, how's 24 doing? He can play corner. McQuamu? Yes. And see, he missed some time, They but they kind of had him playing more he's, safety. He's never called him McQuamu. He just calls him 24. <laughs> Any, anyone who wears 24, that, they don't have a name. Easy. They have 24. It's easy, man. It's uh-huh. easy. And, see, and then there's Eric Scott, who obviously they liked. They, you don't, you don't trade up. You don't trade into the first pick in the sixth round. That's your guy, the Steve. Yeah, That's the guy, guy from Southern Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he could be the fifth depending on how you judge Nashawn Wright. Um, so that that's a decision uh, they've got to make. And I would imagine with McQuamu that the safety position with other guys stepping up like Wanye Thomas, Marquise, Marquise Bell, Bell um, you know, you got Wilson who probably can start practicing next week, I think. You got Hooker and you got Curse. So you kind of got a log jam at, mm-hmm. at the safety position too. So those are some of the things in, in the secondary I think they've got to 
He did. Maquamu, he did do well last year. Uh, I think they had him at corner a couple of times last year. He did well, correct? Yeah, he, uh, he was, I I would say, okay mm-hmm. uh, at the safety position. Okay, so then corner and safety combine the two positions. How many usually, are they keeping in usually, the secondary? Usually 10, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Can you keep 11? See, we're always stretching it. Can you keep, See, keep all 11. these tight ends, all these running backs? <laughs> then you got so six, even then you got sixty-five man roster. Yeah, right. So <laughs> if you keep eleven, I mean, just as an example, you keep eleven in the secondary because you get the injury issues that you have there. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get to cover yourself for these early games, and then do you go with three running backs, thinking that the fourth running back can sneak through waivers and get to get the practice, the practice squad? squad. Yeah. See, and then the other deal is linebacker because I'm not sure they got enough depth at linebacker now after losing Overshawn. Um, Jabril Cox, they really need him to step up. Uh, and then there's Harper. And then the other thing I can think of for depth at linebacker, if, if need, Parsons can play linebacker. You know, you, you might not have the luxury to keep him as a – kind of defensive end all the time. And Do you see another linebacker that you like? Well, and then the other thing that complicates matters is Malik Jefferson's injury. Right. Now, he was in practice on Wednesday. So that was back. I don't know how much he practiced. Uh, he was getting reps yesterday in the walkthrough as the sec- second line of, of linebackers, he and Harper. But the way things are uh, – and then Isaiah Land is right. a guy that, you know, he's a, t- he's a tweener, right. more of a pass rusher, but he could, he, from a special team standpoint, fall into that category of linebacker. And I think if there was a young guy that they were going to keep, he'd be one. So, so maybe they would. Yeah, see, count it's going to come as, down as a linebacker it's because come of down, the special teams. Come ability. down for special teams. Yeah, right. So at linebacker, then because they're a little thin there. Mm-hmm. You know, now, you're, if you if, you're good with Damone Clark and Leighton Vanderish as your starters, mm-hmm. uh, and then if you and then, and then it's a, however you want to count Cox, Devin Harper, and then Curse kind of linebacker safety. I was going to say you yeah. got you're going to be compromised, right? If you're talking about being short at linebacker, you're going to be compromised and be ready for that. Yeah, and they did all last year, and it worked. It did okay. I mean, you had big safeties in there playing linebacker. And that's what they're trying to do with Bell. Well, here's the other thing. Think about, compare the roster this year with last year. And we talk about Overshone and him taking Luke Gifford's spot, like on special teams. Right. Because Gifford was not usually a part of the defense at all. Unless somebody got hurt. Yeah. The other guy that you're replacing from last year at linebacker who has not signed anywhere right now is Anthony Barr. And so if you look at – Who's still, who was on is he, this? Is he out there? I thought is somebody. He? No, he he. No, New Orleans. Uh, there, there was, was a report. A, oh, there was a report oh, that he was okay. signing with New Orleans several weeks ago. He did, he did not. In fact, he okay. went and, and uh, went to the Giants, and they didn't sign him either. He's still out there. Okay. So, but anyway, my point is, you're down a linebacker from what you had on this roster last year, right? So, uh, and Overshone was taking that spot, basically, as far as a guy who could contribute on whatever package he would be on the field. See, and I still don't think 
you want Parsons playing 50 snaps as a defensive end. I think you're going to wear him out. Uh, you know, he may have put on a little bit more weight with strength, but he's still no more than, what, 250 to 55 at the most. Mm-hmm. And if he's got to play the run every play, I, I just don't – I'd rather so see him at that always did bother you. I guess yeah. my question yeah. is, uh, because of the overshown injury, are the Cowboys in the market for – a linebacker from somewhere else. If, if I think they got to keep their eyes to open. fortify themselves against injury. Yeah, yeah, because one injury, who's mm-hmm. who's stepping in for Damone Clark or who's stepping in for Leighton mm-hmm. Vanderish? Uh, Barr has to be the low hanging fruit. I mean, why get someone that you have to teach the uh, the, the system to all over again? Uh, if you don't have anyone else out there that's yeah. of high quality. I think quality, if one of those starters who's gets familiar. hurt, Parsons got to go back to linebacker, which I'm okay with. Because mm-hmm. in, in a lot of their change-up defenses, they only use one linebacker, and then he can go back to being a pass-rushing defensive end or wherever they want him to rush from. So what's going to be the focus for Michael Parsons? What do they want him to? Well, he's played a lot of defensive end mm-hmm. uh, in training camp. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think that, you know, using him at linebacker is not a bad idea, mm-hmm. especially if you want to go three, Right. I mean, sometimes when everybody's in a two-tight end. And you can disguise him as the pass rusher. Right, exactly, which they're kind of doing with Van Der Esch at times. If, they, if they're in some sort of change-up defense and they have two linebackers in there, they've kind of been putting him as a pass rusher. Okay, you know what we're going to do next here on Mix Shots? Take a break. We're going to take a break. <laughs> but when we come back from the break, yes, it's our first Pick to click <laughs> of the 2023 season. Our picks to click in the final preseason game tomorrow night when we come back. Mm-hmm. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages, 
with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back, back to mixed shots. <laughs> we continue with mixed shots brought to you by Miller Lite. Visit the Miller Lighthouse at the Star in Frisco. Mickey Spagnola visited there just the other day. Did you not, Mickey? I was not over. Oh, you weren't. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was You're making there. plans to visit there very really <laughs> yes, quickly. Yes, absolutely. I'm, to I, thank your sponsors of this show. If I need a like a part-time job, I can go over and be you, one you of might. The tour, a tour guide. <laughs> you, yeah, you might need that very uh, soon. I could be a tour guide, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, and tomorrow night, AT and T Stadium, Cowboys and the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, Vegas played their um, starters to start the game last week. In fact, Devontae Adams got on the field for one snap. I guess they just they wanted to have all their starters out there. And, you know, he got hurt in training camp. It was like dress rehearsal. Yeah, he got hurt, but then they put him out there for a play. I wouldn't even – one yeah. play? What? Why? Well, I don't know. They just did Why even dress him out? Yeah. And they probably ran the ball. <laughs> they probably did. So I think he got his work in, and so he's probably not playing so tomorrow night. Their... But you know what? how you need to kick off your football Saturday tomorrow? How many games are You need on? to be here at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. High school game? For the Jerry Jones Classic. Uh-oh. Yes, the Jerry Jones Classic is tomorrow afternoon here. So you go, one you come here, it's at 1 o'clock. It's Under the, the lights, wall, remember? <laughs> the Rock Wall Yellow Jackets versus the Cedar Hill Longhorns. It ought to be a classic to start off this nice. season. And the best thing of all, it's be nice. inside Ford yeah. Center where it's 72 degrees. All you got to do is figure out how to get degrees. inside, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's how you kick off your football Saturday tomorrow. And then you conclude it at AT&T Stadium. Not sure I can do that because we have rehearsal for our pregame show. I want to go to the first half of the game. Three, and then just yeah, zip day. You, go. you, got, you got to show some love to McKinney, though, from last night. Oh, McKinney won last McKinney night? McKinney won last night. Right. My Longview Lobos. Wow. Yeah. Longview's I, got a good team. I know. Longview's got well, a McKin- running back big. that's going to OU. That's big. That Taylor, was big. Tatum. Won on the field goal. Like last, last minute field really? goal. Really? Yes. McKinney's got a good team. McKinney's got that quarterback. There you go. He was got. He was balling. Uh, yeah. They also, transferred. Got, they also got uh, Duke Pettyjohn's son plays for McKinney, mm. the former Desperado and Syracuse Orangeman. Oh, I mm. remember the Desperado yes. part of it. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I should point this out. Yesterday, the Cowboys did a really neat thing at AT&T Stadium. They did, uh, hosted a, a memorial service for Phil Whitfield, former uh, security guard yeah, at Texas man. Stadium. Yeah. And then... Uh, he became the ambassador of the arts uh, project mm-hmm. at uh, AT and T Stadium, Great story. and he would do the tours, and he was kind of the welcoming guy. And I just thought it was a neat thing in one of the uh, clubs. Uh, I think it was the same club that uh, Chris got married in uh, at the stadium, and there was probably 
I started counting how many rows and how many seats, and there was enough for 500 people there, and it was pretty packed. Well, now, the Jones family always showed and, love. And they were always, they him. were all there. And I'll tell you what, uh, Mrs. Jones got up and, and spoke, mm -hmm. and it was like, they need to take the wraps off her. She was pretty darn good, <laughs> her eulogy for Phil, because mm -hmm. she was, you know, worked with him close on the art projects. Yes, she did. Um, it was a, a pretty heartwarming affair, and especially for the family, because he passed away when everybody was at training camp mm -hmm. or the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Phil was, he was my guy at Texas Stadium because he was the last guy there at, for security, and I would always be the last person to finish in the press box. Because he was the slowest writer. That's right. <laughs> press box. And I had to read everybody's copy. He's on, the slowest the reader, too. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he would always wait, and I, he'd come and look for it, say, how you doing? I'm going fine. I go, I'm, I'm hurrying. He'd go, no, no, Mickey, take your time, take your time. And he would be down there at Texas Stadium, and he opened the gate for me. It was the last gate before they closed everything. Mm -hmm. he, was, he was the best, the absolute best. So I thought it was a neat touch by the Jones family. And uh, he had uh, been with the Cowboys since 1993. Yeah. So, yeah. And always was big smile on his face, Gosh. a man full of joy. Yeah, and, and when he would host the, the when they do the tryouts for the cheerleaders, mm -hmm. he was kind of the one that kind of herded them in and told them where to go, and kind of they had a video of him kind of loosening them up while the judging was going on, and he was in there dancing with them. Mm -hmm. It was <laughs> it was pretty funny. Wow. So anyway, I just thought I'd sixty three years that old. Out. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, picks to click tomorrow night. I got one pick to click. All right. I got a couple candidates. Coach talked about him yesterday in the press conference. Okay. You said it already. Hunter Lipke. All right. Running back. He's going to get a lot of totes tomorrow night because they're protecting other running backs. Right. I am going to go because this guy seems the ball. If, if he doesn't get it, it bounces to him. Eric Scott. The cornerback, Southern Mississippi. Going to bounce to him. He's going to get a scoop and scoot touchdown. That's right. No, he, he, it has nothing to do with how well he plays. The ball just bounces, bounces to, to him. him. <laughs> yeah, I used to get tired of that crap. Oh, the ball just finds him. No, it doesn't. I'm out here playing DB. I'm out here playing my man. No, it just somehow falls into his hands. He's he had, guy he had one of those in practice either Tuesday or Wednesday. The, the, the receiver uh, yeah. bobbled the ball in the end zone. Back of the end came zone. Right came zone. <laughs> well, not see that. Look that, what I found. That That's case, what I found. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. um, well, I, I say only because this article happens to mention him. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's what's uh, how important is this game for Quentin Bohanna? Uh, very, mm -hmm. because I think they're to the point on that defensive line where I don't know if they can keep Bohanna and Neville Gallimore, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, with the addition of Mozzie Smith uh, and have moved Golston inside a lot from defensive end to defensive tackle, things are getting pretty crowded in there. Is this your article? <laughs> uh, no, but I could have I could have written it. Because <laughs> you spoke verbatim what they were talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at least whoever wrote it knew what they were they doing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so – that's so it's important for Neville Gallimore, Bohanna. too, then. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, 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 think, I think it's probably coming down to either or uh, on that defensive line. And again, do you keep nine? Do you keep ten? Because you usually keep eight active on, on game day. Mm -hmm. um, 
and they've got guys that can do both because in the nickel, they can move Armstrong inside the tackle. They've done it with uh, Demarcus Lawrence inside uh, at tackle. So even, and we haven't even mentioned it yet, even Sam Williams, sometimes I've seen him move him inside too mm-hmm. oh, to yeah. increase the pass rush. And we're out of time on this edition of Mixed <laughs> Can't Dice. get to Sam Williams, can we? <laughs> got it in. <laughs> I thought you were going there when you're talking about speed limits and stuff. But all right, uh, we will be back on uh, Tuesday next week. That Tuesday was Bill Jones. Yes, it was. Thank you, Spags. Tuesday. He just whipped on by that one, didn't he? Tuesday and Thursday of next week. Yes, right? absolutely. Okay. So we will officially cut down the roster on Tuesday morning before. Yeah, before. Well, it may get done Monday yeah, maybe night. The reports right? may come out yeah. before then. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Nine o'clock. 9, 9 a.m. We're still in Tuesday training camp mode. Let's do it. Yep. Okay, and enjoy the game on Saturday night, and we'll chat at you again next week here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!